This short is brought to you by Lens Protocol. How do you go from like building stablecoin projects and Ethereum wacky projects to then like spearheading or partly spearheading the, the crypto native creator economy? Um, that's a good question. I guess follow your nose a little bit and just like, yeah, I guess like maybe how I got into crypto was I could, I honestly can't remember if it was my dad that got me into crypto or like a professor that was um, teaching computer science, but mm. basically like Bitcoin was amazing to me, but what was even more amazing is that you could just create a currency out of the box. And the immediate spark that went off in my head was like, wait, you're telling me you can create a cryptocurrency for like any idea or like project? That's that's wild. Um, so I started playing around with it from that perspective. And there was uh, these things called colored coins at the time, which was counter like built on Counterparty. Which is that like another shit coin? No, uh, no, no. It was literally like, how do you start to build um, cryptocurrencies on top of Bitcoin? So like very, very rudimentary, like, I guess simultaneously NFTs and non and like fungible tokens, but it's built on Bitcoin, so literally impossible to build. Um, which is how like I kind of got immediately rabbit holed into Ethereum when that came out. So I was like, oh wait, this is literally a thousand times easy to build on top of a public blockchain. Um, so my kind of like I guess perpetual side project while I was um in college was like, how do you use cryptocurrencies to capture the value of like creative projects um and just kind of like exploring like tokenizing anything around that um and yeah i was like tweeting about it a lot at the time um i kind of had uh the head of design at coinbase reached out and then fred usham the the co-founder being like hey this is cool there's not many people talking about ethereum out of sydney like this is interesting like let's catch up and i guess that led to them being like, you should come to Coinbase and do a three-month internship. And I was like, cool. Mm. I'll do a three-month internship, learn everything I need to know about startups, go back to Australia and keep doing my like project. That three months turned into like three and a half years. It was a pretty wild journey. Um, and yeah, I guess I started in design, which was interesting enough because I was, uh, you know, I was coming from a computer science degree. Um, but I guess within Coinbase, yeah, I, I was like a very strong advocate, advocate for pushing for the most like on-chain or like out there versions of what Coinbase could do, and had a, had a few shots at that, which was like should to decentralize exchanges. We should think about like the core business and how that gets disrupted. Um, and that was kind of like part of Coinbase's like zero X relay era, and then mm. attention to Uniswap and bootstrapping a lot of liquidity for you like on there. Um, and then yeah, I guess stablecoins was something that kind of found a good alignment with Coinbase long term. So. Um, yeah, it was like myself and two engineers got locked into a room for three months and helped build that into Coinbase, wow. um, alongside like Bology, um, flew out to Boston, did the deal with Circle, all that good stuff. And yeah, that was kind of like a big hero project, um, uh, and you I guess so many scars, like, I'm yeah. just like, I'm like, wait, I'm like, wait, don't like stop. Like, let's cover that. But wait, I don't want to stop you. I'm like, you have so many layers. That's, that's actually wild. Yeah. And I guess like layer into that um protocols on ethereum were just starting to like flourish so like uniswap was mind-blowing to me because i was like wait this is a team of like 10 people who i think are going to structurally outcompete a like 1200 person company and i get the entire power of coinbase with like a single function call this is like totally mind-blowing and it happened to be well tied with like the Unisocks project which i was like oh now we're starting to talk a little bit because it's like 
we're getting into a creative project like this is fashion that happens to be using crypto mm. um so my like side project that i did to like remix that was like well if you have an entirely trustless market on chain you should be able to create a trustless brand on top of it so i like spend the weekend creating like a uh, Aragon DAO called Same Fame. I made sure that that DAO was like the trustless owner and creator of the Same Fame shirt, which would be released the same way as Socks. Uh, and that it was all trustless. There were like DAO members, all this kind of stuff. And then, you know, that was kind of the early spark to, to Zora and actually directly led to Zora in a lot of ways. Because, um, yeah, no one cared about the DAO, funnily enough, but there was a lot of excitement around the the creative token side and that was kind of the spark and i was like oh i can't stop thinking about this this is this feels like the jumping off point what's up guys thank you for listening if you've gotten this far then you are a champ and i owe you a free listener pin go to adamlevy.io forward slash nft fill in your info and i'll distribute the nft towards the end of the season by collecting your pin you prove your contribution to the season and get exclusive access to content allow lists and more so be sure to collect yours Also, please make sure to rate and subscribe to the podcast wherever you're listening. This helps me out so much. And finally, hit me up on Twitter at LevyChain. I want to hear what you're building, the latest crowdfund you're trying to complete, or if you simply want to chat. I love talking about where crypto meets the creator economy, and it's no different if it's coming from you directly. So thanks again for your support. It means the world, and I'll see you on the next episode.